0: Hi, I'm Craig. And I'm Linda. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast at com.
1: This week it's Couples Week on the Indie Travel Podcast, so we're talking about couples travel. In this week's podcast, we've also got a special announcement. Do, 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 do.
0: <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> sound effect ever. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to podcast number 208, where we are talking about... Uh, couples travel, and especially about planning and, uh, you know, what to do before you travel. Yes, and convincing
1: is your partner to travel with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, wait, that's not um, what we're talking no, about? No, no, not oh. that.
0: Well, this week we are in Argentina, and we spent most of the last week, well, in fact, we spent all of the last week up until Friday in um, Buenos Aires, in the capital, studying Spanish at ex-Spanish language school, and so... Between that and the podcast, that took up most of our days.
1: So as well as doing our Spanish lessons, we also went on a tour of Buenos Aires. And we didn't just do Buenos Aires. We saw the graffiti all around the city with uh, Graffiti Mundo. And it was really interesting. I mean, you see all the graffiti everywhere, but you don't really think about who did it or, or why it's there. I mean, the political graffiti, yes, it's pretty, e- pretty easy to see why it's there. But um, some of the... The really cool murals, I hadn't really thought about who'd done it, and uh, Graffiti Mundo, Melissa, our guy, gave us a really, really good insight into, into the artist's history, and when they'd been painted, and what was there before, and the new things, it was really cool.
0: Yeah, it was, and I chucked up some, uh, some photos up on the community part of the site in the South America section as well.
1: Yeah, and I'm making a video, so that'll be up soon as well.
0: Cool. After that, we came down to La Plata, where our friend Chiquito, who you can hear um, barking <laughs> in the background, has been looking after as well, along with uh, his owners, Julian and Nati. Yeah,
1: more his owners, really. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we arrived on Friday, and then on Saturday morning, we hit off on a road trip down south, and it was really cool. We drove along the coast, saw some little towns where there are um, holiday homes and some permanent homes, got down to Mar del Plata, and um, saw the sea lions, which was really awesome, and then we were driving back up and we decided to stay in a town called Tandal, but there was no there was no room there.
0: <laughs> Tandal didn't want us. We went to about 25 different hostels, camping grounds with cabins,
1: hotels, um, guest houses, guest pensions, houses. Yeah, everything. There was nothing. So we ended up just hopping back in the car and driving north again. Oh my goodness, what a mission. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was uh yeah, and then we got to uh to another town and spent well it was like two o'clock, two thirty yeah. in the morning. And even in Argentina the hotel staff aren't that keen about admitting people at two thirty <laughs> in the morning. But we
1: did it find something crazy. and we had a good sleep. It
0: was. Well, you can help the Indie Travel Podcast stay travelling by booking through us. So visit indie travel podcast dot com slash flights, slash hostels and slash insurance when you're booking your travel online. We've got a growing list of day tours at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash tours, and travel deals, updating daily at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash deals.
1: And this week, we're launching something new, and we're very excited. It's so cool. It's our new ebook that we've been planning for years and years, and uh, not just years, really, and talking about for months.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been about two years in the making, from when we first sat down and sketched out some plans to when we started writing in earnest, and uh, yeah, and, and got it finished and and here and it's done so our new book that we're releasing this week is called the art of couples travel and it's got about twenty five thousand words of advice um for couples who are planning to travel long term uh we've also got video interviews which i'm working on today um they'll be up by the time uh, you hear this. And uh, we'll have some some more podcasts. We'll include this one. And we're also going to put in some special ones that are just for those people that, that buy the book. So it's...
1: It's exciting. I, it's great. I think,
0: yeah. We've got some really good reviews from it from uh, some people. We've, we sent it out to a dozen <laughs> travels who... Trebles. A dozen <laughs> couples who travel full time and. Um, A dozen travels who couple full time. Yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, got really good feedback. So we're pleased with, with what we've got and uh, yeah, we hope that you'll enjoy it too.
1: You can find out more about this at com slash books, and we'll have a special announcement there, so make sure you are there.
0: Yep, absolutely. Well, today we're going to uh,
1: take a page out of that book and talk... <laughs> what?
0: Come on, so that cheesy. wasn't that bad. Oh, oh, it was that bad? Okay. <laughs> today wow. we're going to uh, plagiarize some of our own content and talk about making the decision to travel and kind of discussing that together and how to go from that to actually... Having a plan of where you want to go.
1: Yeah, because so many people want to travel. They're like, yes, we've talked to so many people where we tell them about our lives and they're like, oh my goodness, I wish I could do that. Anyone can do that. You can do it. But actually making the decision to do it and starting to plan and and getting a kind of a timetable about what you're going to do while you're traveling, that can be the hard part. Mm. And some people just aren't willing to do that, and that's fine. I mean, if you don't want to, that's fine. But there's no... If you do want to there's no reason not to
0: yeah absolutely so if you're listening to the show and thinking well I'm not in a couple I'm a <laughs> single um, a lot of this advice will go equally well for planning a trip with friends as well yeah so um, you know it's the same kind of communication techniques for for a lot of it yeah for sure. but yeah I mean I guess the first question is one of motivation like and, do you
1: really want to travel? Well, yeah. <laughs> or do you and, both really want to travel? And
0: who wants to travel? Who's who's pushing who's pushing the car? Who's yeah. who's the one that's really fired up about it? Because often there's one person who kind of takes a lead and, and has a dream and really wants to see it mm-hmm. come together. And the other person's like, Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it could be all right if you want to or do it. And that's that's fine. Sometimes it's just like that. In our case, I was the lead player, wasn't I, darling? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, right, we're going to travel full-time. And Craig was like, are we? Oh, okay. (laughs) But I've managed to convince him quite successfully over the years. Now he's as much of an addict as I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um,
0: I guess one of the questions that you have to ask is why, if you want to travel and your partner doesn't want to travel, why is that? Why don't they want to travel? Is it something that, they're, they're drawn towards home and they like that comfort, or are they scared of the other, or do they not see it as a good investment of time and money, and kind of talking together and figuring out what what the different drives are,
1: yeah yeah, and if you can sit down and talk about it, and maybe if the other person doesn't want to travel long term, you could find a compromise and do a shorter trip or something like that, but the key here is communication because if you really want something and your partner doesn't even know then how is it ever going to work out? Mm. So you just need to sit down and say, look, I'd really like to travel. What do you think about that? And if they don't want to, then try to find some sort of compromise.
0: Yeah. Now, we guess if you're listening to this podcast, you're on the way to traveling. You're, yeah. you're excited about it. You're interested in in different places. And uh, you're kind of looking for, for the practical advice you need rather than the inspiration that you need yeah. to, uh, <laughs> to get out there and do it. But the... You know, after that, after you've made this decision to travel, there's a phase that I like to call constructive dreaming. It's you're just dreaming, you're you're imagining, you're not really planning yet, but yet still, it's not just a fantasy. You're it's, definitely going to travel it's, sometime. It's a kind of an active dreaming.
1: Yeah, and it's um, it's good to do that together because even if you've both decided you want to travel. You'll have different ideas about what you want to do. You know, maybe one of you wants to do a lot of volunteer work. The other one would like to storm the hotels and do resort travel, you know. But um, it's a good idea to to discuss it and dream and think about all of the options.
0: Yeah, so a good place to start is thinking about your your ideal location. Mm -hmm. If you could be anywhere right now, and it doesn't have to be a real place. It could just be a, a collection of... Of images, feelings ideas. or images. Yeah. If, if you could be in that perfect place right now, uh, where would you be? And, and ask the same of your partner as, as you're dreaming together and thinking together. What's the what's the perfect place? Mm-hmm. And I think this tells you a lot about what you want out of travel or what at least what your fantasies about travel are.
1: Yeah. And um, it's really good to communicate this. And, you know, if you can just do it at home with a bottle of wine, maybe get some, some books out of the library or something and have a look at different locations after you've decided where the perfect perfect, ideal place is. Try to find that perfect ideal place in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: it's, <laughs> it's good fun getting some of these books like, I don't know, A Hundred Things to Do Before You Die or A Hundred Places yeah. to, to See Before You Die or... Um, Some of the like rough guides, National Geographic, Lonely Planet. They've all got these big coffee table books, which are full of glossy photos and little snippets of information. Um, Go grab a couple of those out of the library. Pick up a bottle of wine and a block of chocolate (laughs) on the way home. And uh, yeah, just sit down with them. Start leafing through them. Oh, That looks
1: good. Oh, yeah, that looks fantastic. Do that kind of thing. Just don't commit to anything and don't spend a lot of money on this process because the fact is if you're wanting to travel you need to reel in your spending a bit yeah. so don't go and buy guidebooks just go to the library or borrow books or friends or you know yeah, get those ones that have been gathering dust on your bookshelf off the shelf yeah. and start looking at them
0: but make sure you buy some decent wine yeah and yeah. some good chocolate very <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, at the moment, it's just, it's time to dream. There's no need to to commit. You don't need to figure out how much it'll cost. It's just about figuring out the kind of stuff you'd like to do, the kind of places you'd like to go. And, um, you know, in reality, you might not have enough cash to do the things that you'd like to, but that's okay. Yeah, it's like brainstorming.
1: You don't eliminate any possibility at this point. Just think it all out.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and talk about what, what excites you, because this yeah. kind of sets the, the foundation and the uh-huh. stage for the actual practical planning side of things. Yeah. What you might find is, you know, you have this dream trip, but you might have to break it up into different sections. Yeah, um, or different trips. Because of money, yeah, precisely. So you go and do the Africa side of things and then go home for a couple of years, mm-hmm. save up again, and then go do the Europe side of things. Exactly. And then, yeah. um, or... You might find that you could do it if you worked on the road, or but you know, don't worry about that stuff right now. Just figure out
1: what, what do you it, want to what do.
0: What excites you, and I think that's the real key before you do any kind of planning. Which is, I don't know. I find planning trips quite boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't get excited by that, but I do get excited just thinking about places people's cultures ideas things to do yeah figuring out how to do it um, yeah i'm 50 See, i quite 50. like
1: doing that i quite like making it happen you know finding out how do we get from place a to place b do we take a bus do we take a train can we only do it by plane you know it's cool
0: yeah it's it's, logic. It, it doesn't excite me at all oh, wow. it doesn't uh flick my bick and I got a got an email <laughs> from a listener um, this week about this very phrase and asking what on earth it means. Um, it's a, a a bic is a brand of pen that's sold in New Zealand, like, it's a, like a biro, a, a biro, yeah. But it's b i c bic, and to flick your bic is to to, to be you <laughs> to be interested in something or yeah to be yeah. interested or excited by something. So uh yeah it's it's got nothing to do with the American phrase flick your bit which i looked up on urbandictionary.com oh, yeah, what does mean? it's it's to to arouse. oh yes so
1: similar but different yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a little area of crossover there but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so now what? we've cleared up that cultural misunderstanding, <laughs> let's go on and have a look at some of the, the snags or the problems you might hit with, with your partner when you're in this dreaming process.
1: Yeah, well, the first thing that you're probably going to come up across is that you have different ideas and different dreams. And that is absolutely perfectly, totally normal because you are different people. So you might find that one of you wants to just hang out on a beach, the other one wants to go to the cities, one of you wants to, um, you know, backpack around... Southeast Asia and the other one doesn't want anything to do with squat toilets ever <laughs> Never, ever ever <laughs> so I mean again it's all about negotiation you need to talk about it you need to work out is there a way is there any crossover is there any place in your dreams where you both really really want to do this one thing mm. that's a good place to start if there's no crossover then you might have to find some sort of compromise do some of one person's thing and some of another person's thing or maybe you could combine them there might be something, some activity that actually does both of those.
0: Yeah, I mean, another thing, like just in your, your relationship dynamic, something to think about is, like who normally takes the lead on this kind of discussion mm. and these kind of things? And if that's you, just try and back off a little bit and and let your partner come in, create a, yeah. create a space for them. And if you're normally the quiet one that that just kind of goes with it, look for something that, that excites you and, mm. and make sure you get it. You know, yeah. like like pipe up, talk about the stuff that that concerns you, talk about the stuff that excites you and and get it out there. Yeah. And the reason I say this is the thing that's likely to cause a lot of friction on the road is the difference between what the fantasy of a place is or the fantasy mm-hmm. of travelers and the reality. the reality of it. So what we're trying to do here is give you a head start on all of those problems that will crop up down the road. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's a lot of what we're trying to do with the Indie Travel Podcast as well, is talk about the the reality of stuff that we're facing on Definitely. the road, both the, the cool, exciting, inspirational stuff and when life is hard, when it's difficult, how on earth do you get your clothes washed? Um, <laughs> all that kind of stuff, because... You know, there's we've got these ideas that come from travel magazines which are really designed to sell destinations. And movies got, as well. And... Yeah. And you know, it's all destination sales, destination sales, destination sales, but there's this big thing called reality. Yes. And talking about how you're gonna travel together, what you expect, um, really helps to to deal with these pro problems and issues as they crop up.
1: I think the key here is Communication. I don't think we can say it enough. I mean, when you're traveling with someone, you need to talk about what you want, what you expect, what you need, everything. Actually just talking is the number one thing to do, mm. because if you don't express what you need, then the other person's not going to know. Don't expect that they can just read your mind. That doesn't actually work. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, so many people, especially girls, we do kind of expect that, you know, our partner will be able to understand what we're feeling, but they don't and they're not they're especially not going to while well you're traveling because there's extra stressors they you know they probably don't have the energy to try and guess what you're feeling and what you're experiencing and before you go. if you can start to get your communication working or even just improve it a little bit, that will help you so much
0: mm definitely hey there's four sections of the book we kind of talk about when it comes to turning the dream into a plan, but I think what we'll do today is just talk about what uh, what they are rather than digging into each yeah. one in depth. So um, when you are ready to to turn this dream um, into an actual trip,
1: you know, <laughs> into a <laughs> so idea of where
0: you're going to go and what you're going to do.
1: Yes, yeah, so you've got all the ideas, you've got all the, the kind of ephemeral concepts. At some point you're actually going to have to sit down and go, okay, so that means we're going to go to... This place. And how are we going to do it? Okay. (laughs) So
0: um, number one, I guess, of the the four things that that come together to form your trip plan is how much time you've got. Mm -hmm. Um, So the trip length. Um, How long is this trip going to be? Is it going to be a month? Is it going to be... A year, or Is it going to be open-ended? Yeah. Um, that affects, well, everything really, but especially the amount of places you'll be able to visit, the depth in which you can explore them, and how much you can afford to spend on them.
1: Yeah, for sure. Number two is non-negotiable destinations or experiences. So both of you will probably have one or two things that you just can't not do, things that you just really, really want to do and you don't want to travel if you're not going to do it. And, you know, if you can choose one or two each and plot them on the map, See if they can work out. You might have to compromise over this as well. Might be a good idea to have three things that you really want to do, but then be happy just to do one each.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you've got, you've got to find those things that that really excited you. Yeah. Those those things that that got you so passionate about the thing that you know you really want to do. Yeah. It's kind of like the the whole point of the trip. Yeah. Is yeah. to do X to go to Iguazu Falls or to work at a wildlife sanctuary or to
1: wh- know, study wh- Spanish. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, um,
0: you know, figure out what you really want and make sure you get it. Um, so write down your non-negotiables and do keep them short. One or two things. Yeah. Because these are things that you don't want to budge on.
1: Yeah.
0: Then, yeah, number three is your destinations. You're gonna start with your non negotiables and if it's something like um attending Carnival in Rio, you've got to be there at the right time. Yeah, so it's as- gonna
1: shape your trip that's hugely. Right.
0: Yeah. As well as the the point on the map. You also need a point in time. Yeah. Um and so that's where you can run into to issues mm. if one of you wants to do Semana Santa in Spain and the other one wants to do Semana Santa in I don't know, somewhere in South America. It's just not um, going to work. Yep. Then, then you need at least a year and a day for your trip. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, plot, plot them out the the places and when appropriate the time, and um, then plot in the other places you'd like to go. Yeah. Like literally, get a map, get a pencil, and start scribbling
1: yeah actually having a paper map is a really good idea at Mm. this point i mean you can get an idea on on the screen but we find it really useful to you know to draw lines on pieces of paper
0: yeah yeah i mean there's just something i don't know maybe it's because we've got small laptop screens (laughs) but you you can't conceptualize well i can't conceptualize the whole thing and Mm -hmm. see the main cities i actually need a bit of paper to scribble on and go oh we could do this jagged line or we could do this swooping straight line or we yeah. could just to figure out what's what's in the middle. Yeah, or right. the other thing we tend to do now, um, as we plan less and less and less, less. Is just go let's go to this city and then in a month, let's be in this city.
1: Yeah.
0: And then we'll we'll figure out the stuff in the middle later. We might And because of this, we miss all sorts of things. We we show up at the weirdest times in the middle of festivals. and Like our last Europe trip.
1: We thought, okay, so we'll have three months in Europe. We've got to be in England for a wedding. That's non-negotiable. So we bought our our tickets to arrive in England pretty much just before the wedding. So that was perfect. And then we had kind of three things we wanted to do. We wanted to go to Spain, we wanted to go to Scandinavia, and we wanted to do a Eurail Pass. And uh, unfortunately, Scandinavia and Spain aren't very close together. And it didn't really seem worth linking them with the url pass although we did consider it but then we had the option to go to france and we're like awesome we'll go to france and we watched the tour de france staying in a chalet in in the in the mountains it was awesome unfortunately france is quite centrally located between scandinavia <laughs> and spain so anyway so we went there and we got our url pass and we thought okay we'll just whatever oh we could connect scandinavia and spain with flights so we bought flights and um We used our URL pass just to kind of go wherever we wanted. You know, we went to Berlin to visit some friends, and we had some other friends in in Belgium and the Netherlands. We did all that and got up to Scandinavia, hopped on the flight, ended up in Spain, in Valencia, in the middle of La Tomatina, completely by accident, no planning involved. And it was quite hilarious to be there in the middle of this festival because so many people had been planning a trip to Valencia for La Tomatina for years or, like, months. It was there, non-negotiable. For us, we're like, oh... Oh look, we just happened to be here. Oh well, <laughs> so we went. We had a really awesome time because I think we did it well. A lot of people didn't do enough planning and they they never even saw a tomato during the festival, which is a real pity. But we had a good time. But yeah, I think it was just for, fortuitous, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sure was. But it meant I think we enjoyed it because you know if you really invest in something and you go yes we're going to go and do this, the expectations can be you know can cause disappointment like when we went to Paris we thought Paris was going to be awesome and Paris was just all right you know because we had all these great expectations of it mm. and it wasn't as good as we expected but because we hadn't, didn't have any expectations about la tomatina in fact we weren't even going to go cuz it's not really our thing but it really it was fun it was it was a lot of fun so yeah so we talked about trip length your
0: non-negotiables and then your other destinations mm-hmm. and things you fit in and Intentionally Left to last Is How money. much is this Going to cost Yes because This is quite a big deal I think it is I think for most of us Money issues Are the hardest part Of travel Definitely Figuring out You know It's It's not that hard To figure out Where you want to go there, There's always New places To be excited about Yeah The thing is Figuring out Where you're Going to get The cash To do this with
1: Yeah And that's
0: Tricky That's definitely tricky.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, it might be worth considering going to cheaper destinations to be able to get a longer trip. Mm. And, you know, I mean, maybe if you have two non-negotiables and one of them is in a really good, tourist-friendly, cheap location and the other one is going to, you know, pretty much cost your whole budget just by itself, then it might be worth doing the cheaper one first and leaving the other one for the next trip. Yeah,
0: definitely. And we've also left money to last because... If you're earning well and saving well at home, just one month's extra work can often pay for an extra month's travel. Yeah, it's true. Depending Especially on, you know, what currency you're earning in and where you're going, of course. But, you know, like you can make enough money to add another month onto your trip by delaying your start date by a month. Yeah. So in some ways money's the hardest part. But yeah. if you're Employed and earning, then it's really just a numbers game. How yeah. much money do you want to spend, and how long do you have to work to do it?
1: Yeah, we don't want to talk about how to save at the moment or how much everything's going to cost because it's a whole podcast in itself. It's a, <laughs> it sure it's a whole book in itself, and um, but it isn't that hard, and you can do it. That's all I want to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well um that's us wrapping up talking about planning and dreaming and and creating a travel plan as a couple. Um there's a whole lot more on negotiation and on kind of the snags you might hit and the issues that might come up so you know you're a little bit prepared and you're not kind of caught out by by having problems on the road that you weren't expecting. Um all in the book it's called The Art of Couples Travel. It's, uh, it's by me and Linda with a special section on gay, lesbian, bisexual, transsexual travel uh, by the Globetrotter Girls, Jess and Danny. Um, they've put in two chapters specifically dealing with the issues for those couples. And uh, yeah, we've also got video interviews and we're going to be doing some special, specific audio as well um, as we kind of talk through things chapter by chapter. So it's all available on site at IndieTravelPodcast.com. Um, click on the big books advertisement near the top of the page, <laughs> or um, or go to ford slash books and you'll find it there. You'll be able to pick it up. Uh, we've priced it in two ways. We've got kind of a a student pricing and a non-student pricing, <laughs> I guess. Um, for eight ninety nine, you can just pick up the PDF. It's twenty five thousand words. Um, you have the option to get a a follow-up email series with some extra ideas and resources and also free updates for life. If you sign up for that. And then we've also got the, the full version, the
1: Supreme which, package.
0: Yes. It's uh 1699 us. And for that, you get the, the book as a PDF all professionally designed and laid out. Um, a dot which is good for Kindle and other e-readers. You get, um, the videos, you get the audio, um, and you get some other kind of bits and pieces that we're throwing in once again you've also got the the free updates for life and the the email series with extra resources so it's all uh yeah all there i guess definitely awesome well let's talk about what's happening in the community this week
1: Amongst other things, amongst many other things, we've got all sorts of cool things happening at the moment. One thing is really cool new photos uploaded.
0: That's right. We've also got help. Um, Well, we've also got people asking for help in choosing an English teaching qualification. Uh, We've chucked in our two cents, but if you've got experience, especially with the eye-to-eye course, uh, please jump in.
1: There's a question on rabies inoculation. What are your thoughts? And uh, Gold is looking to do a
0: through-hike of New Zealand on the Te Araroa path. Awesome. Which, um I want links, to do that. Uh, me too. <laughs> me too. Links up a whole lot of walking tracks in New Zealand, so you can basically walk north to south all the way. Awesome. Um, he's looking at doing that next year, and he'll be raising money for the Christchurch Earthquake Fund um, if it all works out. So if you've got advice on ultralight hiking or gaining sponsorship um, that he might be able to get then uh, yeah go comment on that yeah definitely you'll find that and a lot more at indietravelpodcast.com slash community where yeah. you can grab a free account yourself
1: yeah if you don't have an account you should definitely go and get one don't forget that you can help the indie travel podcast stay traveling by booking through us so visit indietravelpodcast.com slash flights slash hostels slash tours and slash insurance when you're booking at travel online. There's also travel deals updating every day at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash deals.
0: And we've got our library of books to share at IndieTravelPodcast.com slash books with uh, this new book that you're now sick of hearing about. <laughs> it's uh, really cool. Couples Travel being launched
1: today. And for some non-monetary ways of helping us out, tell your friends about the Indie Travel Podcast. Invite them to our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Indie Travel. Or leave a five-star review for us on iTunes. <laughs> Great. We'll see you around. Until next week, travel well.